Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Alive for More, a dialogue with Catholic young adults produced by AM820 to encourage and inspire the universal call to holiness. And now, Alive for More. Welcome back to Alive for More. My name is Father Nick Ventura, and I'm joined in the studio by Kayla Walton, Trisha Casson, and Joel Yarmish. And we're going to talk about spiritual reading, but before we begin, we're going to open up in prayer. Trisha? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Jesus, we just thank you for uh, the gift of our church fathers and, and the contributions they've made to the Holy Church through their writings. We pray that we may uh, listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, responding to whatever avenue you are trying to reach to us, whatever way you are trying to communicate your unrelenting, passionate love for each and every single one of us. We ask this through our Mother's intercession entrusting all of our intentions to her immaculate heart. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray pray for for us sinners, sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of Peace, pray pray for for us. St. Gabriel, pray pray for for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. 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 And so we're talking about spiritual reading today, and... Before the show, we were just kind of discussing there's all sorts of different avenues for spiritual reading. Mm -hmm. And what a a working definition is, spiritual reading is anything that we use to help us in our faith, boost us in the faith. Kind of like how someone who wants to have a healthy body or a a fit body, they do workouts um, to help that. This is more to strengthen the faith by doing this kind of workout, by reading. That's That's the exact analogy that I was thinking of before the show. Hey, great minds think alike. Yeah, exactly. Great minds think alike. Um, You know... When you're younger, when I was younger, you know, you, you hear all these things like if you want to be better at sports, if you want to be in better shape, you got to exercise. Um, and the same thing, I, I just started to translate that after school um, to my spirituality. Um, if you want something to, if you want to strive to be better at something, you need to exercise it. You need to work at it. And, um, you know, as of as of late, I've been working a lot more on my spirituality, trying to do more spiritual reading mm-hmm. and I found that the best way is to ask other people, you know, what do they do for spiritual reading? Um, so I guess we can start by saying, what what kind of things do you look for in spiritual reading, Kayla? I think something, you know, that I learned when I was in California was just, you know, spiritual reading is meant to be something that helps us to obviously grow in our faith, but also a time when we find those little morsels that we want to take to prayer later. And so, you know, um, whether that's through scripture, through the catechism, through writings of a saint, whatever that may be, you know, it, taking it so that you're reading for your intellect, but then also realizing, oh, Lord, you know, you're you're prompting something in my heart with this paragraph. Mm-hmm. I want to take that to prayer later. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, we may be tempted and our spiritual reading may lead us to a time of contemplation, a time of prayer. But I think it's meant to be that time where we find those really good morsels that we think, oh, I want to go back to later. And speaking of morsels, I find that the more you discuss it with other people around you, the more you realize that hey, you know, there was that one thing way back when that I always had a question about, and now he's found this great item that he's reading that could clarify that. So those things that you forget that you even question, mm-hmm. they come up, come about when you have this open discussion with the people around you. Right, and spiritual reading, like, because the, mm-hmm. the, the life of faith is both in, I mean, trying to get in a little just uh, differentiation, distinctions in how we're talking about this, is both an act of the will and the act of our intellect. And just as a thing, the will is mm-hmm. things that we're choosing, the intellect is things that we know. Mm-hmm. And so, with faith, we're choosing the Lord, 
But with our intellect, we have to know what we're choosing. Mm-hmm. And we have to know what we're following after, what we need to grow in. And so spiritual reading is that we're choosing to do, we're exercising our will to affirm more things in our faith. Mm-hmm. But then the spiritual reading also informs our intellect and informs our ability to know what we believe. And, you know, I, I, it's commonly said that the more you know somebody, the more you can love somebody. Exactly. So it's just an opportunity to grow more and more in love with Jesus Christ. And also, you know, God made us all different in mm-hmm. um, in he's going to reach us in so many different avenues. Yeah. And, um, and it's just like, it's cool how God will use anything to get to us. And it's, anything. it's beautiful. Cause actually before the show, we had a little bit of a disagreement on yeah. like, what is spiritual reading? And father Nick is kind of a spiritual snob. And so, <laughs> um, spiritual reading, snob. Yeah, spiritual reading snob. And so, uh, some books just aren't good enough for him. And, that's okay. I never said that. God reaches me through those books. Nonetheless, I never, John I never said that they. Oh my gosh! You said I just said the Catechism and the Summa weren't really things that I find a spiritual reading. But you actually and said generally do. they aren't really things that anybody should find a spiritual reading. Yeah, it was more. <laughs> and, of a, it was more of a and sweeping declaration. We all declaration. very vehemently, 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 yeah. okay, vehemently, because God has actually used those avenues to reach. Okay, my I heart. stand corrected. See, even priests can be corrected. <laughs> uh, by, by friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Continue. Uh, uh, it's nice St. when John you do it in such a, a gentle tone like that. Too, yeah. so. I just got eviscerated, but she did it with a smile and joy. And so it's all fun. It's all fun. Continue, Trisha. Um, something really great about spiritual reading, and maybe this is more of like a girl thing or just maybe a Trisha thing. Um, St. John Bosco said, when we pray, we speak to God. But when we read, God speaks to us. And so oftentimes in my prayer, I'm just like, and then this happened and then this happened and I need you to fix this and I need you to help me here and I need to find this and you need to help me. And um, so when we speak to God heart to heart, sometimes I don't stop, right? I don't give God a time to like speak back to me. Yep. And so when we're reading, uh, God kind of takes that distraction away of like, uh, you know, just thinking your thinking thoughts and getting lost in thoughts and things that you need. And um, you're focused on on him really and how he's going to speak to you through the through the scripture and also you know I'm someone who when I pick up a fiction book I have like no self-control and if it's a good book I like drop everything and have to finish it in two days because I have you know yeah, you just, you just like, want to know what happens enter next enter into a different world right yep. and mm-hmm. um yep. so I'm going to take the controversial Harry Potter for example why is that controversial I, because you know some people think you shouldn't read about witchcraft anyways nonetheless, okay fine fine i like entered into it was like i was a student at hogwarts right uh-huh. you like enter into the realm and spiritual reading um hopefully allows us to really enter into a different world and what world is that the spiritual right we are mm-hmm. body and soul it, it really helps us enter into heaven right? yeah the, the just like i can get lost in hogwarts like when we find a good spiritual book i hope i can get lost in heaven Jesus, right. help me to get lost in heaven when I read this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think that's what I'm looking for in spiritual in spiritual reading. How can I get lost in the fragrance of Jesus? How can I get lost in heaven? Um, and that was a really good point that you made, that it's not just something we power through. It's not like we sit down and read it in two days. Yeah. We need to sit and think with it. But before we talk more about that, just a reminder, you're listening to Alive for More on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. My name is Father Ventura. I'm joined in the studio by Kayla, Trisha, and Joel. And we're talking about spiritual reading and the way that it helps us boost our faith. As they, as they say at St. Gabriel Radio, to turn up your faith, as it were. <laughs> So, or is it tune up your faith? I I'm, I think it's turn up. So, um, but yeah, continue yeah. about. Oh well, and just another thing to mention is um, 
how God uses different avenues to reach us. There have been many great, great, great saints and people we actually read through their readings now who discovered their faith and discovered the truth of Catholicism and, you know, the resurrected Jesus through reading. And mm-hmm. um, two examples are huge saints, St. Saint Augustine of Hippo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and St. Augustine of Hippo is the one who had the big conversion. Yes, 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 yes. Um, he... You know, he wasn't Christian. He was living this like he, oh, no, he was life. Bad. He he was Christian. Yeah, he, right, right. He was living. He was well. No, he, he was, was a Manichaean. A, yeah, he was a manic. Well, I mean, he didn't see Jesus. Anyways, nonetheless, yeah, doesn't matter. He wasn't living um, a moral a good life. life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he. Um, through the letters of St. Paul, actually, he started to really discover, and you can read about that in the Confessions, a spiritual mm-hmm. reading book that's actually really good. It is, it is an awesome um, book. The Conversion of St. Augustine, and he makes you feel normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, like, it, because he was, he even had a son yeah. out of wedlock. I mean, he had, he was living a life of sin, and just the power of forgiveness by, mm-hmm. and the grace of the Holy Spirit, just his and conversion. It's a very emotional reading. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it. Ups and downs, yeah, and just all around. Yeah. Kayla. And I think something along the lines of that, Trisha, you mentioned he helps us to feel normal and not necessarily in the sense of normalizing, you know, our sin or or anything else or our suffering, but almost, um, you know, showing us, first of all, if if we're in that life, there there is an alternate way. But then also, you know, inspiring others who may have not necessarily gone down a, a path of sin, um, but explaining to them that no matter what our Lord's grace and forgiveness and a life of grace is so, so much better than that life of sin. And so it can almost, it can help us to say there's a a broken path down the way and you're not there, Mm -hmm. but still stay away from it. You Mm -hmm. know, so kind of almost like a warning of this is, this is a life that you don't want to live. Seek the good. Yeah. And I I think that going back to what you said about St. John Bosco, where, you know, we listen or God Mm -hmm. speaks to us through this spiritual reading that, um, you know, these book, these, the spiritual reading is there for us when we need it. Um, and we just need to seek the opportunity and, and we just need to be open to spiritual reading and we need to make time for it because there are all these great options out there and they could, and I mean, if you're going through a struggle, there's odds are that there's a spiritual reading book. There's something out there that can mm-hmm. help you work through You know, Joel, you make a great point because, all right, so great. You need to need to do spiritual reading to boost your faith to, I mean, as a way of praying, as a way of meditating. What do you start with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that is the biggest question a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. And often how I respond is, well, I recommend getting a spiritual director and then listening to the priest's mm-hmm. recommendation. A good spiritual director mm-hmm. can give you good recommendation based on where you are in your spiritual life mm-hmm. and can give you good things. But I mean, even though, yes, uh, Trisha eviscerated me earlier catechism, <laughs> um, the Bible, uh, things like that can be a good primer or even just simple books. Some There are some really great authors out there, some saints that have written great books. St. Francis de Sales, The Devout Life. Um, it's a very down-to-earth book that touches on all aspects of life. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a, a good way to start. Kayla? Um, you know, Father Ventura, you mentioned... Um, the importance of, you know, maybe seeking out a spiritual director. But in my own life, I actually had a confessor, you mm-hmm. know, give me a recommendation for a spiritual reading book. And so if you're um, a little overwhelmed or intimidated by the fact of maybe finding a spiritual director, you know, just simply when you're in confession, ask the priest, Father, I won a recommendation for a spiritual reading book. And I'm sure that they would give one mm-hmm. to you. Um, in my own life, I actually had a priest tell me that I needed to read one particular book, not once, not twice, but three times. 
and I was in confession wow. and he said, right, right. <laughs> That's I was in confession. He said, I'm going to give you the name of a book and I need you to read it three times. And he said, read it once. Read the for, name of the book three times or read no, the book read three the times? No, read the actual book three times. <laughs> he said, I want you to read it once just for, you know, getting it down a second time for knowledge and a third time for contemplation. Wow. And so, um, you know, the, and I'll tell you the name of the book. It was yeah. practice, the practice of the presence of God by brother Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And, I've heard of that book yep, before. It's, it's, it's so good. It's, it's a so good book. Good. And, I mean, I read it multiple times. And so. the, I mean, even spiritual reading doesn't have to be a big, thick, like right, spiritual right. theology book. It could be, I've seen these little pamphlets around, like they're color. They're either like a, a mm-hmm. Royal blue, a like orange is like talking about the Holy spirit mm-hmm. or talking about the blessed mother, things you might find in the back a church is something that'll prompt you and they often have like pointers to like oh we got this kind of reflection from this book and you're like oh i want to see what this author rest of what this author has to say um speaking of saints and conversions through reading spiritual reading uh saint ignatius loyola who Mm -hmm. has written so much and priests have written about saint ignatius loyola and and great spiritual reading um he was actually a soldier and before Mm -hmm. his conversion he got hurt and so he had nothing to do but to read. And so he started reading Lies of the Saints mm-hmm. and, and that prompted his conversion. And I think Lies of the Saints are actually a really good way to start. Even yeah. as children, I mean, I remember going to Catholic school, so we would have to read Lies of the Saints. And it was interesting to me. Yeah. And, you know, also, you know, you could reading is good and uh, beautiful. But now we live in the 21st century and we can like spiritually watch movies. Right. Yeah. And like lies with the saints. I don't, I don't yeah. think we need to narrow this just to reading, but um, there's garbage on the television and we grow up hearing garbage in, garbage out. And like, you don't really believe it, but I think mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. And um, I, I'm, it is true. No, and, what you put, what you watch, what you take in is what will come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the church is developing and people in the church are good media for like mm-hmm. Catholic lives. The same. And where we can find this just to give a the you know the people of the Columbus Diocese a shout out to Generations Bookstore. Yeah, they um it's in d- uh, kind of downtown Columbus. It's in Dublin, uh, not really Dublin. It's more in Hilliard. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Catholica Bookstore in Westerville, Ohio. We have some good places mm-hmm. uh, where we can get spiritual reading from these things. And the ladies there, the shopkeepers there, generally have a good sense. Of, like if you just say I'm just starting out, they'll be like, oh, a lot of people get this. Yeah. Um, or something like that and recommend good books to kind of just start out. Um, and the thing is, it can be very intimidating to like get a book and it's like, oh my gosh, I have to get through this. No, you don't have to get through it. Again, it's meant to mm-hmm. prompt. It's meant to provoke. It's meant to, it's okay to like, if you read something to stop, close the book and just sit and yes. think about what you just read. Um, and it may be weeks until you pick the book up mm-hmm. again because there's just thought that's just... I, I like this word percolating mm-hmm. in your in your head, just going over and over, saying like, "Wow, that was really profound for me." That the Lord spoke to me in that phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, another form of spiritual reading is a thing called lexio divina. But before we talk about that, you're listening to. Alive for more on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. Remember, you can listen to us Thursdays at noon, Sundays at 3, or online on demand at stgabrielradio.com. And we're talking about spiritual reading. I just mentioned Lexio Divina. Have you guys had much experience with Lexio Divina? Um, what, I have, actually. What, what's been your experience, Joel? Um, so I went to a spiritual director, um, mm-hmm. like we've been referencing, and um, you know, he taught me, really great priest, taught me what, what that was. And it's basically, um, you read a passage, right? From... Uh, the Bible? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was a trick question. No, <laughs> no okay. it's just we haven't actually explicitly yeah. said that, so I was Sorry, like... Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, you just, you, you read it through and then you zero in on a phrase, right? And you just, 
you say it over and over again and you try and extrapolate the meaning or you just you you let it you let the passage itself speak to you yeah and it's not russian roulette scripture uh, it's not like okay randomly open and whatever <laughs> i open to point and point and read it's <laughs> I not love that, playing that Trisha game, loves this game i love that game but you're not, it's not actually it's not a game and it's not something that should actually be i don't see this is you being snobby no i'm not being snobby this is actual <laughs> spiritual theology what they tell us not to tell people to do it's that's not i mean that uh, can be helpful maybe if you do it lightheartedly lightheartedly but sometimes people are like okay tell me what to do bible and, and sometimes god tells them what to sometimes do. but then they put too much stock on like some sort of divination but we're digressing we're going <laughs> on like saying the bible is going to tell me what to do no it's god who's going to tell you what to do through um, the, it's, oh my gosh through the bible though yes, he's inspired but, it so Lexios. Yes. Lexio Divina. <laughs> you should have some sort of direction. You should actually pick the passage beforehand. Like either go from the daily mass readings or, you know, the season, like say right, um, whatever liturgical season you're in. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Easter, try to read one of the resurrection narratives. If you're in Lent, read one of the passion narratives. Or just if you're, even starting with the gospel. Or starting mm-hmm. with the gospel and just going through, starting from the beginning yeah. um, and stopping somewhere. It's like, wow, this struck me and going mm-hmm. from there. Um so, yeah, it's something like that. Uh, what other experience? I, I so, just wanted to share this experience of Russian roulette. So okay. I had this friend who was pregnant. Not Russian roulette with scripture, not actual <laughs> yeah, Russian okay. roulette. I don't even know what actual Russian roulette <laughs> we'll, is, to be honest we'll with tell you. you when you're but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, they were praying if they should go to Rome or not. And so they said, I'm just going to open the Bible and, and hopefully God will tell me like through this scripture if I should go to Rome. And so they opened the Bible and put their finger on a verse and the exact verse said, go to Rome. Oh, I'm not wow. kidding you. I mean... Yes, there. I am not like condemning it as some sort of like forbidden practice, but I'm just yeah. saying it could get borderline. You know, not necessarily fortune telling, but yeah, almost. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're yeah. right. So, I just yeah. want to fight with Father no. Nick. <laughs> I can tell you've been picking on me the just last show today. and a half. Yeah. So weak segue, but um, going back to something that you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, um, and this is what I would call uh, a pro tip: you you can't start somewhere that's way above your head. So exactly. if you, you know, if you wouldn't give a second grader uh, a tale of two cities and say, give me a book report on this. Right. So you just need to know where you are spiritually. And like I mentioned earlier, when I started um, really getting into spiritual reading uh, a couple of years ago, um, I just I just I tried to go too deep. I tried to start with um, some John Paul II stuff that was just completely over my head. I, I didn't stand a chance. Um, so my so my pro tip to someone who is just getting into the spiritual reading game is find the word basic in the title. Mm-hmm. Basics um, and and that that's a, a really great place to start because um, and find something that you're interested in. Um, those would be my two right off the bat tips. Is um, don't start with something that's super confusing to you that you already don't understand or that that doesn't completely interest you because you're going to be, it's going to be too difficult right off the bat. And there are other great things. I mean, if you're just really nervous about starting with any book, get a, start a book club, like get a few friends that are both all wanting to grow in their faith and just like, Hey, let's all read this book together and talk about it, get together. And so that it'll inspire you to want to talk about it and try to, process it or something like that Mm -hmm. and in processing this it will help you to be alive for more yes and you are listening to alive for more (laughs) Gabriel catholic radio you can listen to us thursdays at noon sundays at three or online on demand at saintgabrielradio.com and we're talking about spiritual reading and i think that you know what would be best for us right now is maybe to just go around and Mm -hmm. list off one book 
that we would recommend to listeners and maybe say the name or the title and the author maybe twice just so mm-hmm. that the listeners could you know if they're thinking oh spiritual reading really does sound great and i really want to to somehow get started um just as a practical point i think you know 15 minutes a day is a great start mm-hmm. yeah. um and it will just it will help to to feed you spiritually so I guess if I'll start. You my, start. Yeah, yep. since you introduced it, give us time <laughs> <Right>. to think. <laughs> um, so my recommendation would obviously be the book that I had that I was asked to read three times. Um, and it is Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Again, that's Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence. And, um, you know, it's a very, as, as Father Nick mentioned, um, it's spiritual reading books don't have to be a 500 page anthology. You know, it could just be a small book. And that book is very, I want to say it's maybe a hundred pages. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty small. Um, so that would be my recommendation. Anyone else? Um, Joel. I have one, uh, putting me on the spot here. So I forgive me if I don't have the title exactly correctly, but, uh, it's by, uh, Candela Mesa. I don't know his mm-hmm. full name. Father yeah. Candela Mesa. Father yeah. Candela Mesa. Um, and he works with the Pope. He's what, what would you call him with the, the Pope? Papal preacher. Papal preacher. There you go. Thank you, Trisha. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, he wrote something about the Beatitudes and really what it is, is it's, uh, pretty much an extended homily on the Beatitudes. And what he does is he goes through, um, all of the Beatitudes and, um, he applies them to everyday life. So he'll have the bad beatitude and then he'll break it down a little bit more. Um, and he'll give you days, ways in your everyday life where you can live at the beatitudes because they are, um, as he mentions in the book, the mm, new Testament, I don't want to say new Testament version of, but they're, they're Jesus's commandments directly to us. Exactly. The fulfillment of the 10 commandments. Exactly. So it's a beautiful thing. Um, and and it's just one more, it's really easy to read, really easy to understand. And it's, mm -hmm. um, surprising because it's translated from a foreign language, but it's just, it's dynamite. So yeah, good. Candela Mesa, the Beatitudes. Uh, I picked two because I couldn't choose. Uh, my oh, okay. <laughs> first book that I, the first spiritual book where I was like, this is so good. Well, three is The Confessions, which we already mentioned yeah. by St. Augustine. Um, the second is The World's First Love by um, Bishop Fulton Sheen. And that's a, the who is The World's First Love? I mean, the title is enticing and I'm not even going to tell you the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is like the most practical, well-written, I don't know. And what was the book called in the author again? The book is called The World's First Love mm-hmm. and it's written by Bishop Fulton Sheen. And it is this beautiful love story. Okay. And it, girls, you don't want to put it down. And I'm not even going to tell you who the world's first love is because <laughs> I want you to read it. The second book is called Interior Freedom. Mm-hmm. And this is by Father Jacques Philippe. And Interior Freedom is so easy to read mm-hmm. comprehension wise, um, you know, fifth grade reading level, probably. Nice. Um, and it is uh, just talks about. Um, Joel really liked the fifth grade reading <laughs> level. Yeah. That's how funny. to find peace in your life and how to see God in everyday life and just recognizing the movements of the Holy Spirit. Um, it's so beautiful. And what was the book called again? The, and the author is called Interior Freedom by Jacques Philippe. And it's probably 100 pages. It's not okay. intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, recommended highly. Okay. Since Trisha named two books, I will name three books. Oh, my uh, goodness. Because I also have a producer's pick. And oh, I'll just... Okay, that's uh, So, producer's pick. So, in three minutes or less, the first book I would recommend um, is pretty basic... Uh, Prayer Primer by Father Thomas Dubay. It is a short little book that talks about the life of prayer and trying to begin a regular mm-hmm. prayer life. Again, that book is called Prayer Primer by Father Thomas DeBay. The second book, now this is a little bit unconventional, but it's still a good reflection for Christians. It's written by a Jewish rabbi, but um, 
It is a wonderful book that talks about the Sabbath. It is called The Sabbath by, um, oh shoot, I just blanked on the author, uh, Herschel, uh, Rabbi Herschel. Um, it is called The Sabbath and it talks about keeping the Sabbath holy mm-hmm. and what that's meant for. It's that man was made for, um, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And just that, like, put it in context. And yes, it's from a Jewish perspective, but we have uh, Semitic roots in our faith. Totally. I mean, Jesus was a Jew, not to use a cliche, but he started out as a Jew and brought us the fulfillment of the faith. And the producer's pick is To Know Christ Jesus by Frank Sheed. Uh, to Know Christ Jesus by Frank Sheed. I ha- To be honest, I have not read that book myself, so I can't really talk much about it, but as someone else here and... Uh, a little bit. What was it about? <laughs> you know, I haven't read that book. Okay. But that leaves the mystery of it. So yeah. one of you listeners read it so, and write us a letter. So, To Know Christ Jesus by Maybe Frank Sheed. Maybe that'll be my Sheed. next book. Okay. Um, just, uh, you know, the things I'm thinking of is, where do we start? Just I think we need to pray. Holy Spirit, you know, send me a good book. Show me, you know, mm-hmm. prompt, my, prompt my spirit to what you want me to read. Uh, I want to pick a third book. Just, oh, okay, really? Because Seriously? it's different than any book we've mentioned. I think okay. a lot of the book we've mentioned is like, how do you find peace? It's mm. called He Leadeth Me, and it's by Father Walter Chizik. Father yes. Walter Chizik was a Jesuit priest in the Russia, in, in, and he was held captive in Russia during the mm-hmm. Cold War. Not the Cold War. Um, it yeah, was in the not night- a lot of fighting going on. During yeah, the Cold it's like War. so. If you're a, if you like history and like war, it is, and it's like a book of spiritual direction by this man who's held as a prisoner of war in Russia. Mm. Yeah, in the gulags. And it is so good. It yeah. is so good. You know, that's the, and he like, wrote another. He wrote another book called "With God in Russia." Well, see, that's the thing. I've heard that book mentioned five times now, so I think the Lord's asking me to read that yeah, book. Yeah, maybe that's why I decided. So, to say it. just got to open your ears, Father um, Nick. Yeah, yeah, I know, uh, Kayla. Quickly, because yes, we're closing. Yes, no, this is very quickly. Um, you know, just we just gave you about I think nine different titles. So <laughs> I know for me, if you, uh, um, I often listen to the radio when I'm driving. So if you're driving and you were not able to write these titles down. Really just go online to, uh, you know, com. go to the archives, click on Alive for more, and you can just fast forward to the end of this recording. And the show and will be titled be Spiritual Reading. Yes, so right. uh, you'll find it in the archives and all there. Unfortunately, that is all the time we had. Uh, thank you for joining us on Alive for more. My name is Father Nick Ventura. I'm joined in the studio by Kayla Walton, Trisha Casson, and Joel Yarmish. And right now, we're going to close in prayer, and I'll just go ahead and do that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We pray these things in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Until next time, see ya. Alive for More is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of Alive for More and all of our locally produced programs are available at stgabrielradio.com. Then-